Greetings in the name of our wonderful Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This is Pastor Dwight Oswald, and today we are continuing on in our series, Israel, Yesterday, Today, and Forever. And I've titled the devotional today, The I Wills of the Abrahamic Covenant. The Abrahamic Covenant in Genesis 12, 1 through 3. Note these six points. Number one, the covenant is to be interpreted literally, normally. Number two, the covenant was given unilaterally by God. Number three, the covenant is eternal in its expanse. Number four, the covenant is unconditional in nature. Number five, the covenant is made with Abraham and his descendants, that's Israel, and not with Gentiles, although Gentiles also benefit. Number six, the covenant relates to land, seed, and blessing. We read in Genesis 12, 1 through 3. Now the Lord said to Abram, Get out of your country, from your family, and from your father's house, to a land that I will show you. And I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great. And you shall be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and I will curse him who curses you. And in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Note that while the church does partake of the blessing aspect of the Abrahamic covenant and thus shares in spiritual aspects of the new covenant, the church does not partake in the physical, that is, land promises of the covenant. The Abrahamic covenant developed. The Abrahamic covenant is stated in its various aspects several times in the book of Genesis in regard to Abraham, in regard to Isaac, and in regard to Jacob. It was given to Abraham. Note these references. Genesis 12, 1 through 7, 13, 14 through 17, 15, 1 through 21, 17, 1 through 21, 18, verse 18 and 19, and then 22, 15 through 18. It's restated six times, or stated six times. Then it was given to Isaac, Genesis 26, 3 through 5 and 24. Then it was given to Jacob, Genesis 28, 13 through 15, 35, 9 through 12, 46, 1 through 4, and 48, 3 through 4. It's not like God didn't make himself clear. God will do this. The first thing stated in Genesis 12, 1 is in regard to a land that God would show Abram. God had a specific land in mind, but at this point, Abram did not even know where it was. God spoke of a land I will show you. This is the first of five I will statements that God makes to Abram in Genesis 12, 1 through 7. Contrast the five I wills of Satan in Isaiah 14, 12 through 14, which would better be understood as the five I can'ts of Satan. Notice what God promises in terms of his I will statements. Number one, to a land I will show you, Genesis 12, 1. I will make you a great nation, verse 2. I will bless you, verse 2. I will bless those who bless you, verse 3. I will curse him who curses you, verse 3. From the very outset, we see that God has willed to do this. God has determined to make this happen. 
The repeated use of I will without any qualifying conditions makes this a unilateral and unconditional covenant. God himself will do this. Now, Satan is doing all he can to make it not happen. Satan has the entire world system under his sway. And as such, the world is doing Satan's bidding and has consistently abused God's people Israel and divided up his holy land. But God will have the last word, and all that he promised the patriarchs will yet be fulfilled. It's just as sure as God's promise. When God says, I will, that settles it. This is Pastor Dwight Oswald signing off for now.